Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only mary fitzgerald bonet hello i mean listen you change it on instagram we have to include the proper name right mary i know i'm trying to get like the smooth transition um over it's going pretty well but it's about time i waited long enough to to change it over so I mean, how does Romain feel about this? He must be thrilled, right? He is. You know, he never really, he never really thought about it um, in the beginning because it's just he's not that kind of guy. He's just like, yeah, well, whatever. And then once I said I thought about changing it, then he was like, yes. So now he's super excited. He loves it. He's like, let's go. Well, selling Sunset season six. I mean, how did we get here? Did you ever think we were going to be here? Oh no, no, not at all. I mean, I. I think, you know, with season one, we never, we didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, you know, we we're just kind of winging it and hoping for the best. And, and then after season three, I think we really knew that we had something good going on. Um, it just started blowing up more and more. And then now we, we just launched season six, already finished filming season seven. And um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. So <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I mean, what is it like for you? Because it's different, right? Like, you're not like a real housewife. Like, you know, the, you, the agents on Selling Sunset have like a real job, but you're also yeah. now a reality TV star six seasons in. So, yeah. like, how do you kind of balance that, like your day job from your night job, so to speak? Oh, well, it, it, we don't sleep much. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of time. I mean, you know, uh, we're used to moving our schedules around a lot, but just in the real estate industry, I mean, you have to be very flexible. You're working with your client schedule, the other agent schedule, their client schedule, try and constantly moving. People cancel appointments, add things on last minute. So we're used to doing that, but adding in um, filming on top of that, it, it gets frustrating sometimes. I mean, it's such a good thing, but, you know, we have client appointments set up and and they're like, hey, we have, we've got a film today and I have to be with my client today. And so, you know, it gets, it gets complicated, but um, I've got a great assistant. I've got a real estate assistant that's, um, that's 
amazing and I trust her. So if I can't be there on the ground, I'm available by phone and she can do stuff. And I know that she's going to be very, very um, thorough and, 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 you know, be a good face for me when I can't be there. And then, um, and then just with press and events and everything too, we're just, it's nonstop. So it's, it's fun though. It's fun. I wouldn't change it. Well, you know, season six, we've had some changes. We have a new agent, Bree, in the office. She hit the ground running. She let us know, you know, she sold $20 million in her first year. She <laughs> brings like a lot of like athletes as clients. Saweetie, uh-huh. we saw, you know, but she's also Nick Cannon's baby mama. And the, the the women in the, you know, office seem to be really focused on this. So why was that such a big deal for everyone? Um... You know, I don't, I really don't think it was a big deal for everyone. I think in the beginning, we like to know who is coming in to the office and we're trying to get to know her. Um, I think for Chelsea, it was a big deal. Uh, and to me, you know, she needs to, she can live her life. She, I mean, she has a right to have a baby with whoever she wants and and raise the baby however she wants. And I, I love Brie and her baby is like the cutest, happiest baby ever. Um, like she's just like, oh my gosh, so, so adorable. And she's happy. So I'm happy for her. I think, I think in the beginning, most people just wanted to figure it out. I mean, because we've seen things in, in the media and, and just trying to get a feel for who she really is. I think Chelsea's the only one that actually had an issue. Uh, the rest of us are pretty pretty laid back about it. We're like, you stay out of my life. I'll stay out of yours. <laughs> Chelsea did seem to have an issue with it. What do you think? There yeah. is so much in the media about Brie. Like, what do you think is the biggest misconception about her, you know, knowing her and working with her in this aspect and as an agent? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the public perception is, but what I'm assuming it is based on, on the story of just with her baby daddy kind of situation is, she doesn't, she doesn't rely on people. She is, she's a self-made woman and she's a very strong woman and, and she's happy um, in her situation. She didn't get tricked into some situation. It's not like a manipulator. Um, She's happy. She takes care of herself and she's, you know, this is the life she wanted. And so, I I mean, I don't think people, I, I think people somehow think that that um she got she got pulled into so, like some situation that she didn't know it, like what it was gonna be no she she's fully aware of what it is and she's happy so that that makes a lot of sense yeah well, <laughs> now that i split my time between new york and la i actually settled in hollywood so when i see this penthouse of jason's in hollywood i understand different areas but you know yeah. chrishell says it's overpriced i mean i think it was one of the most gorgeous properties we've seen on the show to date what is up with this penthouse? Is it sold, Mary? Tell us everything. <laughs> no, so it's not sold yet. Um, Jason actually took it off the market like many people do um, right now because of the mansion tax and because of just like the um, like the market in general right now. Uh, he had it on, he took it back off and then relisted it. Um, and then, yeah, that's, it. that's basically where it is right now. Um, a lot of sellers right now are, are trying to decide what they want to do because they're if they don't make enough profit, they might as well just wait until things kind of get sorted out and then they'll make a decision. But for now, he can lease it out or do whatever. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He well, puts too much work into it to just let it go for free. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jason, I mean, we saw him this season. He said, I love you to Mary Lou. He was in this relationship. I mean, now we have found out Jason has broken up with Mary Lou. I mean, are you as upset about this as I am? I I love Mary Lou. Um, I, I think that she is amazing. I want them to be happy, um, both of them, first and foremost. And so um, I I don't really worry about like not seeing her again or something. Jason has a very, very good history of keeping all of his ex-girlfriends very, very close. And it's like kind of like a very 
a non-creepy cult, like where it's like, once you get in, you don't get out. <laughs> and so if you're a good one, uh, either he keeps his claws in you or all the other girls in the group were like, you're a good one. If we get our claws in, we're like, you're not leaving. So um, yeah, we're all, we're all going to stay friends. And I think, you know, after a couple months where they get their bearings, just being friends instead of in a relationship, she'll, I think she'll be around just like all the rest of us. And they'll, they'll be very, very good friends, but they're still on very good terms. Did their age difference? I mean, it was such a part of the storyline this season. I know you have an age difference. Chrishell has an age difference. Was that part of their breakup? No, no. Um, the age had nothing to do with it. She's probably more mature than he is. Um, or she, she definitely is. Um, <laughs> but um, no, she is an old soul. She is a sweet, total sweetheart. And it was more the, um, it was more the long distance because she, she lives in Paris and she travels a lot. It, and then she, you know, she's not the biggest fan of LA. And so I think it just, it made it kind of hard for her to be here so much. And then with work and filming, it made it hard for him to be over there. And so they did the best they could, but, but the, the long distance really at the end of the day was a hard thing. And, and being in a committed relationship, long distance is just very, very difficult. Well, what about you? You're one of Jason's best friends. I mean, when he is ready, if he's not ready now, don't you have any single girlfriends to fix him up with Mary? <laughs> I'm not going to torture somebody like that until he's ready. <laughs> um, but no, I don't have any because we're all friends. Like he's already, he knows all of my friends. <laughs> what about, you know, like anyone famous? Like, can you just think of someone that you think would be good for Jason? Like someone in the public eye that we might know. Oh God. Um, I'm trying to think who does he, who does he like? Um, he tends to like a blonde. I'm, I'm oh, assuming. Oh yeah, he likes blondes. He likes blondes. Um, I know I've seen him point like point people out before where he's like, oh my god. Um, I don't know some some blonde, right? Like Gigi Hadid kind of vibes, something like that. I mean, just like a stunning blonde. Um, now he likes natural, um, like very natural face, like Mary Lou. How she barely wore makeup. Um, just very pretty. Um like kind of bone structure, um, not much makeup, just a natural beauty. I love it. Well, listen, like recently, maybe some people just aren't, I mean, like Jennifer Aniston just came out and like Emma, there are a lot of celebrities that are like, listen, we are just meant to be single. Maybe Jason is just one of these people. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's fine with that. He, he and Brett both, they are, they are very happy. They, they're not looking for a relationship where they're like, they want to get married. They just haven't found the right person. They're like, no, they, they want to be single. If they find someone that, that they really fall for, I mean, Jason more than Brett will give it a try. And, but, but at the end of the day, they're, they're just, they're bachelor, they're single and they like their lives like that. Um, and maybe when he's older, maybe when he's like 70, um, and maybe he'll, he'll change his mind and be ready, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. He'll meet great people along the way and, and they'll, you know, become friends when it doesn't work out. But, but yeah. I get it. Well, we saw on the show this season, you know, when Jason and Chriselle broke up, you know, there is this narrative that, you know, you have known Jason forever and you were more there for Jason than Chriselle. And it seemed to put a strain in your guys' friendship. Talk to me about that. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Now, here's the thing. You guys know I spend the summer in the Hamptons. But what you don't know is it's very stressful when you have a Hamptons house. Every single week and weekend is planned out with guests. So this past weekend... My friend Esther is here with her daughter, Suzanne. Now, Suzanne is complaining that she's dizzy after going in the pool and she was on this raft and she was being spun around. I'm like, you know what? I actually can help. And that is when I took my very own relief ban off and gave it to Suzanne. But I explained to her, this really is a true story, you guys, that it's the number one FDA-approved anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, you guys know. I have that anxiety, migraines, hangovers. That night, we went out to dinner. No, we didn't see any real housewives. Not this early in the season, guys. And Suzanne, she felt better. I mean, the thing is, I'm thinking about it. If you always have like a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, shouldn't I and all of you have a relief band for those unexpected nausea moments? Right now, I have an exclusive offer for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh, you know, I think people I, I've gotten this is the only hate that I've I've received. I think like I don't get a lot of hate, but people are so upset about this. And and you know, there's always so many things that go into the story. I, I didn't even notice that the show made it seem like this. Um there was space between us, um, but it was also there were so many things going on at that time. And I don't think she or I really realized um, what or thought it was that as big of a situation that that the public is thinking it is because they were both very, very her. I was there for her, but she also had Emma. Um, she she was like she started traveling, get her mind off of things. I was traveling. I had a family emergency that I was trying to deal with something in my family, too. I was doing like the embryo freezing. Like there was a lot of things going on where it wasn't just like like, oh, I'm, I picked Jason over Chriselle. That It was just a bunch of things going on and it would check in. And I think other people, maybe like Emma and stuff, she, she saw that she was like there at her house, like checking in every day. And first of all, I'm a, I'm a terrible friend like that where I'd never check in every day. Um, I, but if, if you need something, there's an emergency, I'm going to have like a SWAT team coming in and, and I'm going to like rescue and, and make it happen. But in that situation, it was just like, you know, I think we were okay. But then when we talked about our feelings, she felt that I wasn't there as much for her as as other people because she would see that I was around Jason all the time. But we also share dogs. We also, um, he's my boss. We work together. We were doing projects together. So there are reasons why, but it's like so layered that it's hard to really explain. But she and I are so good. Like whenever we t- actually do sit down and talk about it and realize there was like, there are these feelings there. We're fine. We're, we, she and I get along very well. We've never had um, an argument. We've never had, um, I don't know. I think we just both know how to talk to each other and just kind of like without attacking, like just like, this is how I'm feeling or this is the way this made me feel. Instead of like, you did this, you did this. Um, you know, we're just able to communicate very well. and and understand the other person's point of view. No one's perfect. Um, you know, we try our best. And then if we realize we we didn't do the best that we could, um, n- not meaning to, I mean, they were like, okay, I get it. It's okay. Let's move on. And so she, I don't know, she and I kind of approach things kind of the same way, like, or at least to each other. So we're fine. Everybody, we are fine. We're good well, friends. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. What about, you know, Chriselle, you know, has G. They recently got married, even though yeah. I guess legally we found out they're not. But I mean, they explained oh, wait, that, what? you know. 
Well, legally, I think people dig. I, I didn't dig, but I think there was something online where, and Chrishell admits it, where it's like- Oh, because in Vegas, it's not legal yeah. in, other, in other states or something? Something like that. So they're married, but they're not. I mean, people are now trying to make a thing out of it, but I mean, that's really, I guess, right. It's neither here okay. nor there. Let people be happy. That's what I got to say. I mean, you know what? I, I didn't know they did it like before. And I found that I was like, girl, what is that? <laughs> and um, I'm so happy for them. Their uh, G is incredible. Like the best energy and makes Chriselle so happy. Um, I couldn't be happier for them. So um, I think people just let them be happy. If they, if they, uh, they, they had a wedding they, if they're married legally, if they're not, it, I guess they have to go back to Vegas many times to, to, to be married there. I don't know. They'll probably do it here. Who knows? Um, but I'm just happy for them, whether they are, aren't legally to them, they are in their, in their hearts and in their minds. And so whatever it is, I don't really know what the situation is. I agree. I think <laughs> just let people be happy. Yeah. What about, you know, is Rochelle not in the game as much anymore? You know, we see in the finale of season six where, you know, she says her heart is not here in the real estate. Her heart is with G. Like, has G been a bad influence on her real estate oh, career? Not, not a bad influence at all. Um, I think that, I mean, like any relationship, I mean, we see Jason went through it too. Like when you have a new relationship, um, dive all in and and you want to make sure you're nurturing that relationship. And in our lives, it's, they're so busy. There has to, you can't do everything. There's always a give and take. Um, and so for right now, I think, yeah, she is focused on her, on her relationship. She's happier than she's ever been. And she wants to make sure that, and G has to travel all the time too. So if she was focused on, on her real estate, like, like um, she was before, they would not see each other. and and most likely the really the relationship wouldn't work out. So, I mean, I hate not having her, um, as focused. I mean, she's still there. She's still with us and doing stuff, but she's not as focused and that's okay. Um, I think that she, she needs to do what's right for her. I think that's a good way to put it. Well, you know, speaking of all these things, I mean, I have to say last season when Christine left the show and a lot of people felt the same way, you know, people were worried, like, is this show going to go on? Is there going to be drama? There is How life after Christine. <laughs> right. I mean, but we did people worry that she was, you know, the villain and what's, I mean, what about you? Like, were you worried like that the show would miss a beat without its villain? Uh, you know, I wasn't worried that, that, well, I knew that the rest of the, we, that we can carry a show. We did not need Christine. And I, I, in my opinion, towards the end, it was so repetitive because it was just the same thing where it was, I mean, Christine just kept doing stuff. Everybody was mad at Christine because of everything she was doing. It was so repetitive. And I was just like, oh my God, can we just stop talking about this stuff? Um, she does messed up stuff. We get it. Like, I mean, so I thought it was, I thought it was good. And, and it was going to at least allow, um, like the other people to, to, I mean, show other things. Cause there's so much more that goes on in our lives that, that are never shown because it gets over overshadowed by like some of the petty drama. And, and so I thought it was going to be a good thing. Now I definitely did not expect for what happened to happen because I've been good friends with Nicole for 10 years and she officiated our wedding. And then that as she comes in and her and Chriselle start going at it and they've been around each other like so many times. And I was just like, what is happening right now? And so I know I didn't expect any of that, but I, I was confident that we could I thought the, uh, that we could carry the show, but I thought probably the drama was going to come from Brie. And she was like, uh, uh, she was tame. She's just like, calls it like it is and just kind of stands her ground. And she's like, I, I love Brie. So I love all the girls, but it was just unexpected. I mean, and that's a good point too, because I mean, I didn't think of it like that, but yes. Well, first of all, anyone that's watched season six, I mean, there is no shortage of drama people. There is plenty going on. But you're right. It was all kind of a one note drama towards the end. And, you know, yeah. to, to your point, what about before we move on from Christine, you know, how do you feel like as part of the show, as part of the Oppenheim group, like when she is out there 
you know, doing interviews, you know, trashing the show, saying it was toxic. And, you know, we all know what Christine has been saying about the show. You know, I really don't know, but, um, but I guess my only point to that is she's not on the show. She's not, she's so, if she's so, if she's so over it, then stop talking about it. Cause you're not on the show. So. Well, I don't know why she, why she even has anything to say. So, I mean, if she, if she wants to move, I, I wish her the best. Like I want her to live her best life. It's she, she was toxic to our, to the show and to um, us as a group. Um, but I think if she was that unhappy, then it's, it's a very good thing that she has moved on and she's doing her own thing. So I think that she should start focusing on, on her new endeavors, not continuing to talk about us that she's not a part of anymore. Do you think she regrets not being a part of this show? Probably. Um, I mean, I don't know. She, I think. I think she probably is is surprised that it's done so well without her. I, I think she she probably didn't expect that, but that's okay. I mean, she, she has. A, I'm sure she has a lot of things going on. I don't really pay attention to it. I, I I've seen and heard that she like has modeled and stuff like that, and and she's doing some big things. So I just want her to keep focusing on on those positive things. And that's so positive of you. <laughs> Well, like you said, Nicole has been a part of the Oppenheim group forever. I mean, you really are shocked at all of this that has come from her this season. Yeah. Yeah. Very shocked. Um, I mean, there's a lot more to that story, too, that um, like that they don't get into. And it's so confusing um, because there's I couldn't talk on it because. I, I vaguely knew, and that's, I think people are like, I need to make a decision. I'm like, no, I do not need to make a decision because I didn't do this. Like Jason's the one that knew the facts. Both girls are saying different things that happened. And, and if I don't know the facts, I'm not going to be like any, meeny, money, mo and pick one who's right. No, I'm going to get facts. Jason needs to decide um, because he's the one, the only one that was there and knew what the situation truly was. So, um, I wasn't trying to be, um, like spineless or whatever, what some people say, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to pick a side on something I know nothing about. So, um, so they just need to squash it, stop arguing and, and talk to Jason when he gets back. Well, yes, a lot of people did have stuff to say, especially Chelsea. You know, we see a lot of this throughout the course. I mean, is Chelsea coming for your job as managing <laughs> director of the Oppenheim Group office? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I was, I was surprised to see that um, on when I watched this show too. And, um, you know, I, I don't really know. Uh, that that was surprising, but um, I'm good. <laughs> I'll you know, there was that dinner with her and her husband with Jason. I'm like, I think yeah. she's basically trying to interview for this job, which is not necessarily available at this moment right now at this dinner. Yeah. Well, that's what it's, that's what it seemed like to me too. Um, you know, I, when I watch it, I just think, um, she said people like I need to lead by example and I'll just kind of leave it at, I was the only one that led by example. And I did not get down in the dirt with everybody and uh, tried to keep the peace like grown adults. So, you didn't. so um, yeah, she can say uh, like all she wants. So I'm sure she said now I'm, I'm, I'm sure now, I mean, I've talked to her a little bit about that and I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, so we're, we're fine. We're fine. But she can have her opinion. She's entitled to her opinions and I'm entitled to mine. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yes, you are. <laughs> Did you have an opinion on this? You know, where it's coming out and we're talking about something three years ago and Nicole's upset about this. And, you know, I mean, it, I don't know if I were Jason, I would be pissed off. Like, I mean, it's basically discrediting him as a boss and saying you had a crush on this person and 
put them on a listing, which I know yeah. he's denied. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I think that that, that whole situation um, should never have been, have been brought up. Um, it was three years ago and, and she needs, uh, there were, there were wrongdoings on both sides. Nicole should never, in my opinion, should never have brought that up because it doesn't matter. Um, and I know, I know that she, she was asked to like, talk about like how she knows each one. So people get to know what her relationship is with each, um, with each um, uh, castmate. Um, so, yeah. so the audience gets to know her, but um, that one, it, it was, there's no way the full story is going to be told. There's no way that, that ever, both people are going to get like, like their full sides, like said the way that they feel it happened and then have a full resolution on camera because you only have so much time. You're going to get like snippets of stuff. And, and I, I, I knew it wasn't going to turn out well. I tried to, I tried to, <laughs> and, and, um, and then Chris Shell to also surprise me, just started hitting below the bell. She took the gloves off and I was like, what is happening? Like, so I, I don't know. I think the whole thing was just a shit show. <laughs> it was a lot. Do you think, cause I mean, at Chelsea's open house, I mean, for all the people I interview for the shows that I skim over, this is clearly not one of them. As you can see, I watch every second of every minute of Selling <laughs> Sunset. So, but at Chelsea's open house, when they yeah. were outside and this whole thing did kind of come to a head and Chriselle said like, I'm not doing this with you. You're just looking for your moment. And she walked away. Like you're shocked at Nicole, like to me being a reality TV, you know, this is what I do for a living. When she says you're looking for your moment, I'm assuming she means like, you've been in the office forever and you've seen all of us film for five seasons and you're finally on the show. And like, I mean, am I reading too much into it? Or did Nicole come in like wanting, like I need to break out and make people remember me on Netflix, forget about, you know, the real world, let's break the fourth wall. Like, was she looking for that moment? No, I, I don't, I think, I don't think that that's what Nicole was doing actually. Um, I think she was naive um, and thinking that that like in a normal world, you she she is very she's an extremist. I mean, if if you can't tell, and and but it's always for good. That's why she's an amazing agent too, because she she is very thorough. She loves facts. She's like you know she's like no this is this is this, and she wants every fact to be put out there, but she's also a great agent because of that. She makes sure, you know, every single detail about the home. She, she doesn't let anything slip through the cracks in this situation though. It's like, you know, everyone's looking like, give it a rest. Like, like she's like trying to, to trying to do that. And I don't think she understood how that was going to translate on camera. Um, and, and she was just trying to make a point um, to, to like um say her side of the story i think to grishelle and grishelle was you know say, trying to say her side too and it just didn't translate but uh, she wasn't she she wasn't trying to be like star of the show or like just get her moment she knew she was already on the show but she does have an extreme personality and so she thought she was doing what what i don't know maybe it's the opposite girl, though maybe getting so much hate she's getting a lot of hate and maybe it's the opposite that it's like welcome to reality tv so like yeah. sunset what you don't think is a big deal said in front of cameras is going to be a thing oh yeah yeah uh things can be everybody has an opinion um everyone likes to judge and and what yeah what everything you say and do can be used against you can and will be used against you and so you have to you have to think it through and and think like it is this, but then a lot of times it wouldn't be good reality TV if everyone thought everything through like I do. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. I was like, I'm probably going to get kicked off this show soon because I don't bring enough drama, but. <laughs> You're doing just fine, Mary. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, that's a good point. Like she, Nicole is getting a lot of hate. You know, I know like she was yeah. saying she was even getting like death threats and it got so severe and she was canceling a lot of podcasts. Like you mentioned, you got some hate over the Chriselle thing. Like, yeah. This does happen in other reality shows. Like, is this now, are, are we there with Selling Sunset? Like, is it just me or does it seem like this season, the fandom has gotten more toxic itself and coming for everybody? Yeah, I think that they have. Um, I mean, I love my fans. I mean, they're, they're, I get, I have a, a bunch of great, great fans. I mean, I think 
people have become so invested in their show that they're like emotionally distraught over things. And, and they really, um, so, I mean, I guess that's a good and a bad thing um, that people love it that much. And they're like, just, um, but, but yeah, I, I think that the social media bullying needs to stop. Um, we're still human. Yes. We've put ourselves out there and, and, and we are on a show and allow you into our lives, but, but the, the comments and the, uh, attacks and death threats, I mean, that needs to stop. Um, if you don't want that stuff done and, and what you're saying, you don't want it said to your daughter, to your sister, to your mother, don't say it because it will, it, it keeps getting worse and worse online. And, and, and it's just like this vicious cycle. So I, I, people just need to really be careful about what they're saying and doing because we, we still have feelings. Yeah. How is Nicole? I mean, just cause she has gotten so much mm. hate. She's a, I mean, she's a strong woman. She's okay. She's trying to, she's trying to process it and, and kind of, you know, she's taking it in stride, but it definitely hurts. It definitely, um, it's scary to, to have people saying they're going to track you down and kill you. I mean, that's, um, and then just constantly having, she's worked so hard in real estate and, and came on the show and thought that she was just, um, explaining a situation that she feels passionate about. And now the world hates her. And she's like, what in the world? Like, and so for her, it's just, you know, it's, it's a shock. And, um, but she's, she's a tough cookie. She's handling it, it well, um, as well as could be. I don't think I would handle it that well. Um, I'm way more sensitive than she is, but, um, but yeah, she, she's okay, but, but it still needs to stop. Who is a more formidable opponent, Christine or Nicole? Because I mean, I did think Chriselle was going to have a little bit of an easier season, like to our point, she quite yeah. didn't. Who right. is kind of a more formidable opponent for Chriselle? Oh, I think Christine for sure. I mean, the, the behind the scenes stuff was, was insane with Christine. So um, yeah, I think Christine was still definitely takes the cake on that one. Do you think some of that is because of G? Because like you do see Chriselle kind of cower into the corner a lot of times with Christine throughout the years. And she really kind of put Nicole in her place many times. Like, do you think that's G? Like G has had this influence on Chriselle to kind of find her voice? Maybe. I don't know. She's definitely found her voice. Um, I don't know if it's just where she's just fed up. I mean, Chriselle's always been been tough, like where she, you know, she's not going to initiate like a conflict but if you come at her she will not back down um she's always been like that but um but i think that she i think that it's more apparent this season where you definitely see she's not just gonna sit back and wait um and and be like what's happening she's like oh no right from the start so um yeah i mean i think she has found her voice whatever that is if it's just like <laughs> through getting um having to go through this for five other seasons she finally she just like knows she this is just part of the routine now or or if um or if g has something to do with that i don't know but um but she seems happy and so that's good well it has been you know a very stressful season you know you and palm springs and the limo uh -huh. kind of reached your breaking point mary uh-huh yeah i was um there was a lot that was going on then that they didn't really hit on. Um, I, um, I, I was sick of, of all of that stuff, but I was also just, I had to um, stop halfway through. I was doing the embryo um, freezing again, because the first round didn't work. And so I was all hopped up on hormones um, and I had to stop midway to go on this trip because it's the only time we could go. And then uh, I got a call from my dad um, on the way there, like as I was pulling in that he had um, a health concern and, I, and it sounded really serious and I didn't know what it was. So I was like, I'm freaking out about that. And then we were um, moving. I just, I was in the middle of buying a house, being the, uh, the, um, the agent 
and the buyer on our house while taking over all of Jason's um, projects, dealing with these girls, taking, I mean, there was so much going on that they didn't even hit on. People like look at, they're like, oh my God, you had so much on your plate. I'm like, you guys have no idea. They didn't even hit on any of my stuff. Like <laughs> they didn't even tell anything that I had going on personally. So um, I was just, I mean, people think that it was insane how much I was doing for other people. I mean, I have, I had like probably the fullest schedule myself that I've ever had. So with all the girls and in conflict, like them just coming at each other and, and a production that we were going to like a, a place that I'm like, I'm not going to this place. And so it was so many things combined. I was just like, it's never enough. Oh my God. And I was watching all the girls and they were just dead behind the eyes. They were like, I mean, just like sitting there, like we were so exhausted just filming from the second we woke up to the second we went to bed for four days straight. It, it would have taken anyone down on day one, but. Yeah, I mean, but you're I'm dealing... not proud of that moment, though. <laughs> Still. Well, I mean, you're only human. You're, you know, <laughs> do, do you look back at things like that? And then like what you're embarrassed that it happened on TV or that it happened? Well, I just I mean. Um, just in general, I don't, I like to stop things before they get to that point. And I am kind of private. If I, if I just need, we'll need a minute sometimes just to just let it out. Just like we got to go put the gloves on, go to the punching bag and get it out. You just have to cry your eyes out and be like, okay, it's out. Let's move on. I mean, everybody has to do that at some point, but, um, I would have preferred to do that and I, I needed to do that for sure, but um, I would have preferred to do it in private, not on camera around all the girls, but you know, it just kind of came out. <laughs> it shows you're human. It's okay. right? <laughs> you're yeah. just one of those people that has a problem saying no, which is okay. I'm the same way, right? You yeah. just say yes to everything. Yeah. Well, I you I can do it all. I really do. And no matter how many times I'm like, I should have just said no. I still say yes. I'm like, no, I can do it. I can handle it. How are things going with the managing director of the Oppenheim Group position? Are you how how you are you? You guys have to watch that? season seven. What about, you know, Heather? She's now, have you met her new, you know, you are a mother. She was, you know, a stepmother to Tark's children, but now she's a mother. I mean, have you given her any motherly advice? And, you know, have you met her new son? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've met Tristan um a couple of different times. Um, and he's such a good baby. So cute. She doesn't need any motherly advice. She is such a good mama. She's already been a stepmom, um, to, to her stepkids. And, and she's just like, she's obsessed with Tristan. She is such a good mom and she's, she's such a natural. She doesn't need, she doesn't need any, any advice from me. She's going to do just perfectly. What is going on? Speaking of motherhood of, you know, the embryo freezing, you mentioned, like, what is what's going on with that? What updates do you have for us? Yeah, well, I needed a minute after the miscarriage. I needed a minute um, just to heal physically and mentally. Um, and we're trying to figure it out. Our schedules are really crazy. Um, most likely we'll do IVF. Um, um, I just think it's probably the smartest thing. Um, I might go ahead and uh, we're trying to figure it out. I really don't know. Maybe I'll do the embryo freezing now and then, um, and then do the IVF when, when we feel ready, but, um, but, but we're leaning towards like the end of this summer, maybe starting IVF, but I'm still kind of up in the air. I was going to say one day at a time, yeah. right? Yeah. What about, you know, the fashion on this show from day one has been great, but I don't know, something this season, I don't know, it just seems like everyone has stepped it up <laughs> so much season six, and it's always been there, but like, is it just so, me or ours, like, the fashion is just getting better every single season? Yeah, well, you know, I think that in the beginning, I don't know. In the beginning, we didn't really know that it was going to be, people would love the fashion so much. It's like, you know, if you go to a party and, and, um, and, you know, you have a cute dress on or whatever, but if, if they say, Hey, it's like, um, cocktail tire dress to impress, you know, Oh, step it up a little bit. And so you can wear a dress, but if there's like just impress, then, then, you know, you, you need to kind of do that. And when fashion has a lot to do with why people love watching their show too, um, you know, I think we're all aware of that and, and, um, want to make sure we're bringing it. And then also this season, we are all so busy now. Um, money doesn't 
doesn't hurt. I mean, that always helps. Um, we're, we all make quite a bit more money now um, than we did when we first started season one. And so, you know, you can, you can buy some cool shit with it. <laughs> and, um, and then also, I think we have to help have stylists helping us too. Um, because we, not because we don't know how to dress, we don't have time to go shopping for that, that many clothes and, and try to plan what we're going to wear all the time. It's easier when we're running back and forth from a showing, from doing whatever it is. We're like, okay, here's your choices. Okay. This one tried on. Okay. Let's go. I mean, it's like it, our schedules are so busy. So it has helped us a lot, not have to go shopping and, and try to do that whole thing. We just have a stylist do it for us. Um, but I think we Much all easier. still stay within our, what is our style? Um, like from the start, at least I did. I was like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is my style. And, and they try to bring something else to me. I'm like, that is not me. No, I'm not, I cannot wear that. <laughs> I'm like, no, I mean, maybe a man's on, but not me. So, I mean, I still try to stay true to who I am, but you know, it's like an elevated me. Do you have a favorite, like who's your favorite fashion of the other agents besides yourself? Like whose style are you just like, wow. Um, Cause it is such a big part of the show. The real estate porn and the fashion is just as much a part yeah. of the show. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Brie really brought it this season. She had like, um, she had some good, like just boss babe, like, um, like kind of power suits that were sexy and stuff at the same time. Um, who else? She was good. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say Brie. I, cause I, I, I'm trying to think of who I said, Oh my God, I love that. Like the most two. Um, it was probably Brie. Um, cause they, they were just like a perfect mix between sexy and, and um professional like a boss thing where like little cutouts and but it was like like the sexy blazers with it with the pants and stuff I I thought she dressed pretty cool she did dress really well well we also mentioned other reality shows you know you live in LA you're busy with selling sunset but what about like in the future maybe if the show ever went away I don't think it will because the show is so great would you ever be a real housewife of Beverly Hills no never why not <laughs> because I would um I would be on set one day and then and in the same asylum. I would I would be locked up. I, I can't do that kind of stuff. I, I have no interest in in being that. Like I I know a couple of the women like um from from the show just from doing um press kind of things. We happen to be in the same places at the same time. Um, but I've never seen really many other shows when I do watch it. It's just too much cattiness for me. I don't I, I don't want that in my life. I'm too affected by it. Um, um, my show's enough and, and I'm at, but it's organic. I'm like, I, we're friends and we work together and stuff like that. So when it happens, there's more of a reason for me to stay around it. Um, if I were just thrown in with a bunch of women, I'm like, they'd kick me off or I'd, I'd go crazy. Um, but I would do another spin. I would do something, but it would be something more like, um, real estate based or like flipping or travel or something like that with Romaine, I think. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I can't do Housewives. You guys can have a whole flipping show, you, you yeah. and Romaine. How is Romaine doing these days? He's great. He's really good. He's so busy. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's working on a bunch of different projects and and we're getting ready to to um, go to Italy at the end of this month to, um, with his parents. We're taking his parents to Italy for, for a little bit. And um, yeah, we're, we're good. I love it. How was this season as we wrap up in a few minutes? How was this season different for you just overall? It was probably the most stressful season um, for sure. Again, like me being um, on all the hormones and stuff at the end, trying to deal with all of like Jason's stuff and then the craziness with the girls and then all of the things I had going on in my life. It was just trying to keep it together and, and keep everything, keep myself together and keep everything moving, like, and get everything done properly. It was difficult. Um, it was very, very stressful. And what last question, why do you think this show is just, it's, it's not slowing down. Like you said, there's a season, yeah. you know, seven already that's greenlit. We all know it's being filmed or filmed. Like, why is this show? Why, you know, most shows don't even last two or three seasons before they get yeah. canceled. I know. Um, million dollar question I don't know um I think that 
I think it just has something for everybody really. And, and the more that we get comfortable with the camera and, and get comfortable that kind of understand what it is. Um, I think we're more willing to open up and, and kind of be ourselves, which adds more layers to it and people get invested in it. And then it's, you know, from real estate porn to, to, um, fashion drama, um, just the LA lifestyle. I, I think it just, it's, um, it's intriguing for a lot of people. It really is. Well, I have loved this season just as much as the first one. You'll have to come back when season seven comes. Congratulations. I mean, I know you're working hard, so I really appreciate your time and everyone needs to tune into the season. If you need to buy a house or sell a house, here's Mary. Look (laughs) her up. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Take care. Okay. bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.